This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Come. Uh, love to Nathan for coming on the pod. Uh, saw him getting busy last night. How was that? What was it like being outside? Ah, uh, uh, it was lovely, man. Do you know what? Everyone, everyone's a bit more like socially like retarded than what they was before. Any all these conversations, mm. people don't know how to chat to each other the same. It's weird. <laughs> I hear that, man. Obviously, I was out last night as well, and it's that vibe, isn't it? You don't really know. You can't really talk to people as well because it's like the two-meter thing. So it's like, yo, step back. I supposed to even speak to people on a night out. It was uh, interesting trying to navigate that. Yeah, no, nobody was doing two-meter, two-meter where I was still. What was you at? We started at Box Park, innit? Yeah. Started at Bo- yeah, Box Park was popping off, but... The thing is, I expected there to be a DJ in that as well. I thought it was going to be a bit of a better vibes in it, but it was just mm. like, it was quiet there. I think they was trying to promote this social distance, but no one really cared, didn't it? And you know, Box Park, when you sit down on them chairs, everyone just crams together. Yeah, it's very crammed. Yeah. Was it Box Park Shoreditch? Yeah, yeah, Shoreditch, Shoreditch. I hate Box Park Shoreditch. Right? Swear. Honestly, why? I don't know. I just don't like it. We've been there a few times as well as a group. It's just, it's just not my vibe. I love Box Park. Box Park is sick, man. Yeah, Say word. Yeah. No, nah, it's not for me. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the setup. It's, it's just... But I, I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't more popping off. I mean, you saw those pictures of everyone in Soho that was uh, circulating online. Like, it's actually mad. But you know what it was? After Box Park closed at 11... Um, mm. Like the streets were just full. Everyone wanted to do something. There was like a food van playing music. Everyone was dancing outside this food van. Like people were like, because everyone's itching to go out and itching yeah. to party, you know. I hear that. Yeah, it's that vibe. So, That's what I was saying. Because your story looked, it looked lit. Like you looked like you were having fun. I saw Yay <laughs> playing in the back. My man was enjoying. Yeah, no, it was fun. Still, I met some good people. Cause I think it's because as well, like where. I've only really like been talking to the same people for the past mm. however many months in it. Like just my boys. It's just nice to meet someone new, talk to new people, just to chat and just be a, be a bit of an idiot in it. Just mess around, <laughs> be a fool. No, I hear that. That's that's a fact. 
It was nice to, yeah, it was definitely nice to be around other people. Things like this actually make you, like, realise, yo, humans actually exist, which is crazy in, in the sense of, it's not just your close circle, like, you know, I've been, obviously, us man have been very much in contact with each other, um, but, like, actually people exist outside your circle, which is mad. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you ask people what they've been up to, and it's the same thing with everyone. Oh, just being, yeah. just being indoors, isn't it? Just, just being indoors. Well, it's either on furlough or working from home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I hear I that. I, know, Where so, did you go, Demi? <clears throat> um, so we stayed in two, and we went to this uh, pub called The Selkirk, and then I can't remember the name of the other pub. But the other the, the pub we went in in Collier's Wood was delightful. One of the best pub beer gardens I've ever seen in my life. Well. Like so well set up, um, and these men are trying to be fair in the sense that um, how can I explain it? The social distance is there, if that makes sense. Yeah. So at yeah. least the, 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 you know they're saying they're advising order from apps. Don't they're not using cash, so they're trying to encourage you know make it as safe as possible, and that's all they can do really. They can't do much more. No, they can't at all. Because mm. even even like driving from my brother's my brother picked me up, drove from Southend mm. all the way down to Grey's and we just see a pub after pub after pub mm. after pub just open. There was only one pub we saw that was just social distancing. Other pubs packed. Treacle mine packed. All these other Mad. pubs on the way hey, just to Grey's my packed. I don't, I don't know how much I can blame them because people are just itching for it like Nathan said like they're just they're raring to go they've been raring to go how are you going to keep them man inside for that's real. why I don't but then again it's just that. it's like yeah. it's just a normal life like you know mm. like how for example I just go church every Sunday them man will go I pub that. <laughs> that's their that's their church boy. <laughs> that's their you, church. Know, you know there was man last night. I saw some of the some of the game that I saw was wild, didn't it? Certain dons just moving to things. Say, come, let's go straight hotel, in it. Let's, let's let's not play games in it. Let's go wow. hotel. Wow. No, <laughs> no. Hey, honesty I'm not is honesty is necessary, man. You, you just have to say tell it how it is. <laughs> if you're trying to, if you if that's what you're on, that's what you're on. I'm not even trying to dinner date. Man just Demi, said, let's go. Let's go. Demi's on that, I need that vibe. Just walk up to you and be like, hey, yo. You know? Yo, what are you I saying tonight? That. What are you saying? What are you <laughs> saying tonight? Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> no games. <laughs> Shout out to Sorani. I'm finished. That's a bar. <laughs> Is this going to be a recurring thing where you drop a bar? It just doesn't fly. <laughs> no games. Shout out to Sorani. That's an absolute bar. Are you kidding me? I get it. Get, give me my flowers, man. You can have, um, you can have daffodils, bruv. Uh, flowers, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week's guest, we didn't even introduce him, but that's how we be. Um, Nathan's on the pod. Um, Nathan, tell the people about yourself, man. What's popping? What are you doing? How have you uh, been as well? Well, to be honest, this year for me has been a crazy, crazy whirlwind of a year. Like I'm, mm. I'm a different person to what I was last year, in it just because I've been through that, like, been through quite a lot of things in my family life. My my house has changed, so to tell mm. it's hard to tell you about me when I'm still kind of finding myself at the moment. I, yeah, I hear that. Mm. Yeah, man. Especially, but this coronavirus thing, yeah, it's been enlightening, man. Spiritually enlightening. It's been for real. Like, 
like my whole my habits have changed. I try to better myself in every way possible, and I think I've done well in that. So I'm quite happy. Mm. Yeah. Now you I, like it's just nice to see. It's nice to have you on because you know I always say like you're good people's. That's what you know, and that's your vibe is very good, and like your energy that you bring forth. Um, main reason I wanted to get you on is just to discuss that like, because you've been. Every time I have an opportunity, I want to try to get someone on that's been very vocal on the BLM thing. Can't stop speaking about it. We've been speaking about it since it kicked off, but I hope we continue. Um, and your experience is very different because you are mixed race, um, which, mm. you know, I, I know you've had, you've had to have discussions with the white side of your family and try to explain that. Um, so I just wanted to get your perspective on that. Uh, do you know what? Being, like, being mixed is weird because I've... And I think I've dealt with a lot of, um, there's been a lot of conversations with myself about identity and how you perceive yourself. Mm. And because a lot of p- people perceive me, I've always said, like, see myself as I'm mixed in it, that's just me. But then mm. in every other social circumstance, though, pretty much everyone, I'm black. So, yeah. oh, yeah. And and that's something that I never really like. I didn't really give to like thought, think about too much. But then it's like when you start realizing this whole like the ideology of being white, white being like you can't be white because if you're mixed race, you can't be white because to be white it has to be pure in it. It's like how the Nazis see so the Aryans in it. Like it's, you have yeah. to be pure in it, so you can't be white. But just because you're not, just because you got a little bit of black in you, that makes you black. And I personally, like, I looking at myself as well. Like, I have, like, I happily identify as black as well. Like, that's it. Just yeah, I heard that. Like, that's just is the way it is culturally. Like, I like it's just how I feel and how like the way I've been treated in my life, you know. But mm. it's 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 definitely been an interesting topic for me, and especially because my dad's kind of perspective was, you know, my dad was um was born in England, so. He grew up in East London with, with like, around a lot of white people. So he's, mm. like, he's, like, he's like a Cockney, Cockney-talking black man. Mm. And so his kind of perspective was on, was, like, the Black Lives Matter thing. When we had, like, conversations about it before, was, like, I just need to run, I live my life, I run my race every day, I've got to do the best I can for myself, and, and we've got to move on because we've got to live life, we've got to be happy. Mm. But... Um, my dad passed away in it, so uh, since this Black Lives Matter, the whole George Floyd situation that like, brought everything to light again, um, it's made me think about things in a different light and how the conversations that I would be having my dad now about how that, that mentality is all well and good, but you're relinquishing your responsibility for the collective. Like, mm, you're, yeah. not, you're not... Um, I know you've Selfish. been through your struggles, innit? You've been through your struggles. It must have been hard for you, but you can't. Now you're at the point, you're in the point in your life where you're comfortable, you've done your thing. You, we got to start helping these other people because this, this ain't right. Like this, we can't be living in a world like this because it's just wrong. Yeah, I hear that. And obviously, RIP to your dad. That's, you know, mad love for you, yeah, for, you for speaking on that. Um, but yeah, that is, that's an interesting perspective and you've been very vocal on it and just been you know um you definitely have something to say which is impress which is really impressed me um but how how do you i guess you kind of said but how do you act, like feel about blm like what's your what's your style i know you went to some of the protests yeah 
you know what? This is the first time I've ever been to a protest. Because before I thought protests were, I didn't think they was going to be that kind of successful. But when I went to the first protest, I was just thinking, like, it really made me appreciate how important protests actually are and how mm. all these people coming together, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and it is people, we do need to stand up for our rights. We do need to have that conversation. We do need to, like, I think a lot of, well, the first time it was a lot of people saying things like, because we was protesting for the, the police to be um, arrested at the beginning mm. or the police to be brought to justice. But my issue with it, the whole thing in general, there's a lot of people that wanted change. But we, in England, we need to look what we can do in our country to make them changes and, and make big change, make systemic change. So yeah. they, it can then affect what's going on in America yeah, as well. Exactly. I hear that. So I was thinking like, we, like I, I want to see just more people having conversations, how we can like um, create certain policies and put policies in place to make changes. Cause I've seen a lot of businesses do like tokenism. They'll say, oh yeah, we've, we've creating a group for, um, oh, what did they say? My friend was talking about, um, oh, they're talking about how property companies letting agents stop calling big bedrooms the master bedroom because obviously the master is for the slave, slave master and stuff like that. And I'm, yeah. Saying stuff like that doesn't actually help anything. Like. It doesn't change anything. This is what we said last week on the pod, is that all this stuff is BS. Like, we're asking the police to be cool. We have, what's annoying me now is they're making it seem like we're crazy and like we're asking for way more than where we are. We're just asking, yo, a, can we have, um, can, we want to see reform within the police. Like, you know, you just want to see them being less crazy. And if they do kill black people, we want to see them get arrested. As any other person, if you kill someone and it's wrong, you'd be arrested, black. put to justice. That's yeah. what I'm asking for. All this, all this backflips that they're doing with like, um, oh, you know, if I'm, voice, if I'm a voice actor for a, a, white, a black role, I should, it should be voiced by black people. That's that we that's never been something we'd ask for, you know. Is they recently took down an episode of the Golden Girls where they had um face masks on that just happened to be brown. Then my one even it's just they're doing backflips and they're not even listening to what we're saying. It's it's mm. it's going over their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you man talking about it on the on the last thing as well. It's it's uh, it's a very I think it's I find it very frustrating to be honest. Mm. But yeah, I am, bro. I feel like with the... I've been doing a lot, a lot of research on the history of the... the just black history in general. Real, real mm. history, real British colonial history. Found that the things that we are told and the reality of, of what the evidence is there, like the slave trade being... Even being called the slave trade, um, I was learning about how it's more, it more was a transatlantic slave war, um, race war, rather than a slave trade, that there was an agenda to destroy the, all the black communities across the, across um, Africa and America. Yeah. Mm. See, they, they say that it was, like we're told, there's kind of like this misconception that the slaves all came from Africa and was put into America, but the, 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 both the Americas, the Caribbeans, they had people there. There was already masses of black people there. They said they transported 
over 12 million black people across the Atlantic to these Americas to build their, their where, all the, put, where all the slaves are. These civilizations were already there. There was already black people there, even to this day. I think it was like 2015, there was over a million black people in Mexico that was being like wiped from the census. Like, even That's the way funny. Brazil picture their population, I think it's like five out of six are black. Whereas we see the people that the are white. the faces of Brazil, it's always the light-skinned people. We, you, like, mm. you have an idea that Brazilians are like these light-skinned people and they're not. For real, when Adunia is not light-skinned, do you? <laughs> <laughs> like, not. True. Even you can even look into Argentina as well. Never history. Hey, Argentina is disgusting. Well. Then man, get get Messi out of here. I'm telling you now. Man, say Argentina, get Messi out of Cuba. Yeah, man. Argentina's history is disgusting. I didn't because I always thought that's mad weird. How are you in a continent where there's so many black people, and then you're like that one country that's just white, like clear, and then you actually dive into the history of Argentina, how they literally just Mass executed all of their black people. No, I'm not here for it. It's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. I was even because I'm I'm Jamaican, so mm. I was the Jamaican history is just crazy. It's just crazy, man. It's sad. It's sad. It's hard to like take some of the stuff in. To be honest, no, I hear that. Dark. No, it is. It's in touch. It's what's more painful. A lot of these countries are beautiful countries. You look at how. Jamaica's a small island, but it influences the whole world. Like, yeah. you can't chat to me. Your music out here, your culture, everything, you know, people love that country. And it's been more or less robbed a lot of the times because, you know, it, it's not, it wasn't at one point strong enough to maybe, I don't want to say defend itself, but it was like, you know what I mean? Like, it just... It wasn't at one point. It's culture, it's identity has been stolen from. Yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like the Christopher Columbus was a mercenary. Hey, get him out of here as well. He was a mercenary. He came to to the to destroy the people on the island. Then mm. he came to destroy the Caribs. That and and there, like where the history is told. So like Jamaicans now are led to believe that England still should have like a right over to that land. Even though Jamaicans mm. have independence, the queen of Jamaica is still our queen. Like, like they yeah. still affect the law. Like, they can have input on the laws and the rules of Jamaica. Like, it's, it's mad. Like, they're not an independent people as they think they are. Commonwealth, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. even interesting because um, uh, there's like a... I, I keep mentioning his name, Dr. Mars Monroe, and he's pretty much talking about like... Um, He's from Barbados. He's dead um, due to a plane crash. Um, but he was talking about how, like, um, he was preaching about, like, certain things about the kingdom of heaven and X, Y, and Z. But he was talking about, like, how people in the Caribbean islands know more about England than England do about themselves. Hmm. Because that's what they're taught. They're not taught about where they came from. They're not taught about um, how the slave trade affected them where mm-hmm. their roots actually are do you know what i'm saying so mm. what, what you're saying is like pretty much they do have a sense of control over the jamaican people and uh it's, it's very crazy yeah, it's crazy it that's happening crazy. today yeah you can even go and check like kenya for example kenya still has um a sense of submission under the uh the 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 Great British rule. 
even Canada today, Canada today is still owned by the Queen. Um, no, is it, she's on their money as well in Canada, isn't it? Yes, she's on their money. Pretty much, they could be Great Britain, but because they're an established nation by themselves, it's one thing. Hey, yo, yeah. <laughs> when you say she's going crazy, I keep thinking about when she pulled up on the cameras, fam. Hey, <laughs> on the oblong. <laughs> on the oblong when she pulled up on the cameras. Yeah. But, um, so what are you man saying? <laughs> but nah, I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, carry on. Sorry, bro. Um Yeah, uh, but what Nathan was saying is that is absolutely true. Um, in terms mm. of like um them still having control of the the Jamaican islands and mm-hmm. some nations in the Caribbean. And it's just it's just and the history that we just have now is still like part of that agenda to keep these people like not not knowing their true identity of themselves to be like because it was started I think it was to be under the dominion of Rome in it. So it's that that kind of idea is still lasting mm. today that destroy these people culture, destroy them as a people, so we'll always we'll always own them, we'll always have power over them. And it's sad, mm. man. It's sad. Because mm. I think as well, I was watching a lecture from a Jamaican, um, uh, someone who studied history about Jamaica, and you can tell how angry he is about all, all of this stuff. He's, he, to be honest, he was putting across a lot of theories that were blowing my mind still. A lot of theories that were blowing my mind. A lot of theories that I don't know if it's 100% true, but because of his, because where he's, he is Jamaican and he, he, he's mm. angry about it, like there's a lot of weight into what he's saying and you can tell that, you can tell he feels that he's trying to educate his people, he's trying to make something better. But until there's like systemic change, especially in the country like England itself, like, like the white people are never going to listen. They're not going to yeah. listen to us because they believe that, they, they have an idea that, Britain should run or have a right over a land like Jamaica because it's like they've come and saved these savage people like they've like like they've England have given them all the advances in civilization before that they weren't civilized they, they couldn't do nothing for themselves England mm. come over and we've helped them made them better yeah no, I, I hear that and I respect it everything you said has been so fact so much fact so we respect that also, I wanted to discuss your art that you've been on recently. Um, yeah. Saw you did uh, a drawing of a, a friend of the show, Katie Hodge. Hope to have her on soon. Um, how, how you got into that? Well, I've been I done graphic design in college, and before that, I was doing I was doing a lot of art. I've always enjoyed it. And what what it was at uni, because at uni I done sport and exercise science, mm. and I got to a place where I just needed like a bit of a an outlet something to do outside of my time like doing like sports work I just needed something else to do something to relax myself so I was doing a lot of art and then I, I met a lot of musicians and a lot of artists so I started doing like cover art for them so that's when mm. I started getting money for it and it was only like it's literally it's only recently when I started doing the recent ones just before then when I was thinking like I never ever saw it as a side hustle Mm. but it was the whole time I was at uni I was getting money for it I was just doing it but I, I was more doing it at uni because I was enjoying it because it's just a release because it's just like me allowing myself to be creative and so mm. now like I had a little bit of time to myself obviously the coronavirus set in and 
um, I, I'm sorting a lot of stuff out of my house. I quit my job because um, yeah. I was under a lot of pressure. I had to sort a lot of stuff out. And then, I, again, I got to a point where I needed to, you know, just that release again, that just mm. to be creative, just to take my mind out of everything, just focus on something. It's like, it's like meditation for me sometimes. Oh, yeah. And so I started doing it and I was thinking, you know what, I need to, if I create a style, just start putting it out there and, and work on it, work on it, I'm going to, I'll easily start getting commissioned because I've seen like that kind of business model is like one of my boys followed. He's just done his style. Because before, when I was at uni, I was doing what people was telling me to do. Like they would say, mm. I'm going to do my cover. And I would do it and it's hard when they've got the vision, but I'm like the visionary because I'm the one creating it. It's hard. You it's don't hard always gel. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it gel, and sometimes it bangs. Sometimes it's like they're saying one thing and just like, bro, like that ain't gonna look good. And but I have to do it anyway because I'm taking peas off them, and it's, it was awkward. But I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm putting out my style, and I'll take if if someone wants something, they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you do this. I've seen your work. I want you to create this for me based on your work. Mm. So I've had a couple people ask for commission since I've done them couple bits there. And it's, it's hey, been that's what we'd like, like to hear. Now keep it going. What, what have we got in the pipeline? What have I got in the pipeline? Um, well, it's, I'm in a sticky situation at the moment because I was trying to sort out the mortgage on my house, innit? and I'm trying to sort out my, my dad's estate for my siblings. I'm the oldest boy. Mm. I'm the oldest son, so I've, there's a lot of stuff. Like, it's very techie. Uh, mm. And I, I've got to learn about the property market in and out. I'm learning about um, even um, like things in the state. Is it best to invest? Is it best to... Like, even because how like this current business... We're in, a, we're in the bottom of a business cycle right now because of like the coronavirus. So... Mm. It makes it very techy when it comes to de how, dealing with a house. How are you going to deal with it? Do you sell the house, buying more houses? Do you do like how, how do you move? So I've I've got to do a lot of learning and make a lot of tactical decisions, and I've got to take mm. things as they come because like a little bit of information is being revealed to me, like something comes out of nowhere every now and then. So it's yeah. been what have I got in the pipeline? I'm planning on doing some business ventures now. I ha don't have a job and I don't have anything to do. I said to myself, I'm going to take some risks towards the end of this mm. year, do some business ventures. Because if I don't do it now, I'm going to kick myself for the rest of my life. Mm. Yeah. Take it while, because if I lose, if I fail, then I can go, I want to go into teaching. I could just go into teaching. Boom, P teaching, done. But right now I'm going to try, try and just take some risks. And I want to do, I want to go to Jamaica and do some work over there as well. Mm, I, I can't, good, I, I can't reveal too much in it. Oh, okay, I can't right. Too much in it, because there's, mm. there's, you know, when you know when things are, it's it's still very conceptual. So yes. I don't want to reveal too much, and then like, I like to be a man of my word and say when I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Go, right. no, we hear that. No, that's love. All the best to you, man. Much respect. Um, okay, so going on to the next topic, I don't know if you all had the chance to listen to it. I know I I have uh, been on repeat all weekend. Pop Smoke's uh, Posthumous album. The best Posthumous album I've heard in a long time. Phenomenal. 
that that's the only word I have for it from start to finish. Um, the closest thing I've heard personally to get rich or die trying, um, which I think is a that's very a bold, high praise. That's a bloke. That's a bold claim, boy. That's I a wish. bold claim. Boy. He came with that energy. He came with that energy. On, the, only, the only complaint I might have is the quieter moments. They're a bit like it's, <coughs> it's skippable. You know, songs like Mood Songs and him and I want to say it's little T, uh, little TJ who do have chemistry because you only have to listen to Ward to know that. But other than that, that's that, that's the only complaint I have. Hit after hit after hit. Forty four Bulldog. You already know what I'm doing when that comes on in in the and the function, uh, creatures with him and Sway Lee. Didn't know Sway Lee could do that on an AOA mellow beat, but here we are. Um, mm. The Woo with 50 Cent and Roddy Rich. Uh, that song he's got with the Latino girl. No, he, he, he did what he had to on that. RIP to an absolute legend. Um, just want to get your thoughts on that as well. I haven't listened to it, you know, so you're going to have to put me on some. What are the best songs on it? Uh, I don't know. I guess it might be different for everyone. Um, there's way too much Quavo on it, so get him out of here. But, <laughs> the, but the thing is, I think with Quavo, he, he actually went to the studio with Quavo when he was still mm. alive. So with those songs, yeah, it's different. But with me, like, I didn't really listen to the album because these are these are new earphones, isn't it? So the other <laughs> earphones I had, one was working, one wasn't. It was mm. just kind of annoying, so I just had to turn it off. But it doesn't necessarily mean I didn't listen to the album. There are some songs that I did hear, and I thought, yeah, now nah, Pop Smoke was doing his thing, man. He, he was outside, man, honestly. Again, that one with Little Baby slaps, though. I've listened to that one. Yeah, it does. That was a really good song. Um, For the night. Was, yes, him, Little Baby, and The Baby. So that's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, Carl, have you listened to it? Yeah, I have. Uh, I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, really enjoyed it, man. Thought, um, I liked Four Four Bulldog. I liked uh, Gangsters. I liked. Um, I quite like the Quavo song though. I like the song with him and uh, with Future. Yeah, Future Future is verses. He is in his bag. He was just chatting so much toxic shit. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, as, for the as a whole, for real. As a whole, though, like it's a. It was a well put together project. I do agree with you on the somber notes. Some of the songs, like for example, some of the songs you gear towards, like the lovey type songs, they didn't work for me personally. Mm. I just didn't really get that kind of vibe. I do I appreciate him. Sorry, I love those. Re- really, really, yeah, yeah. Those, those are a few tracks I actually loved, man. Uh, it wasn't. Like, I really loved them. I like the fact that he's trying to be versatile, but I don't think it's his strongest suit. No, it's not. I agree. Yeah. But if I'm listening to Pop Smoke, I want that energy. You know what I mean? Like, you know how when we listen to Meet the uh, Welcome to the Woo, or is it Meet the Woo? Uh, is Volume One and Two anyway? It's just yeah. constant. Just like the only way I can describe it is like a car crash, just continually happening. Like it's just continuous. But it's hard, isn't it? It's like it's drill. That's what it is. It's it is drill. That. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I honestly believe is maybe one of the best genres to come out in a long time like if if there's a good drill song there's nothing else like it obviously man can be rubbish on drill but if someone's good on drill you'll know about it instantly it's yeah. infectious exactly yeah 
Like, you can't escape it when someone's good on you. Like, you want... It's infectious. You want to keep listening to that song. Even if them man are talking the absolute most wife, you want to hear more of it. Yeah, yeah, I hear that, I hear that. And the thing is with Pop Smoke as well, that was like probably the most recent like evolution in drill was that kind of America, mm. UK link up thing. That, that uh, definitely appreciate it. It's definitely appreciate definitely definitely. Yeah, honestly, RIP to a legend. Man said welcome to the party and we all joined in. So I respect that, man. Like, he's a legend. That album is solid. I'm really happy it was good because I was a bit worried Especially with all the palaver that went on with him and um, uh, what's his name, Virgil Abloh. Also, he's oh, got that artwork is garbage. Wow, who uh, which one? Missing that? The official, the, the official uh, album cover. No, the, no, the, no, the the Virgil one, the Virgil one. Oh, that was the trash one. one. The Whoa. trash one. That's copy and paste, man. I can't. <laughs> was like an ass, man. Jesus Christ. Someone, someone on Twitter recreated it in 45 seconds. So, you know, man just did that on his phone. Like, oh, they've, they've asked me to commission this. Like, let me just do it quickly. Like, he's, had a mayor, he's had a mayor of the past few weeks, man. Honestly. Did you see, off- did you see the one with Pop Smoke with Virgil in the headlock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Off White could be out of here, man, if he's not careful. Yeah. Because that, that was a joke. Yeah, oh, really? Virgil, Virgil's... He's not doing a lot for the culture right now. No, <laughs> not man. at all. Not at all. Nah, nah. Keeping it two Virgils with you. <laughs> yeah. It was so um, bad because, like, you know how, like, he braids his hair, right? Yeah. It's just the way it looked. It looked so fake. It was like, what are you doing? <coughs> but the one picture I really did like, I really did like, I liked the one where he just had the braids and just smoke. Mm. Was oh, that, that one banged. You see that one? Yeah. Yeah, that was hard yeah. still. I like that. Because you already knew, like, that's pop. That's pop smoke. There's nobody yeah. else, but that's pop smoke. Mm. And then the other mm. one where he took a picture in Diddy's birthday party with the um, the trench coat, and then there's the doves. But they've taken, obviously, Quavo, and I don't know who the other person was. They've taken him out of the picture, and it's just him standing like that. That one was mm. another nice picture as well. But there was so many missed opportunities with that album cover. What it was a joke, man. But R.I.P. to an absolute legend, man. Talent yeah, gone way too soon. I'm guided. That's it. I don't know if we'll... But definitely, like, like, shout out to 50 Cent because 50 Cent really did pot smoke a lot of justice. Even like posting the pictures, and getting people hyped. Like that was just mm. an advertisement, free advertisement for pot smoke, and he did it in the best of ways. And I was like. He really did what he was supposed to do. And he really... Mm. I think he will actually get, like, a, a Grammy for it. You know? I hope so. Yeah. He's doing best rap album. Like, let's not even play no games. I don't know I don't know what will come out for the rest of this year. And I personally don't care. Just give it to Pop Smoke, you know? At least so that his mum can go to a uh, an award show like he wanted to take her to. So, again, completely agree with your sentiments. RIP to an absolute legend. Um, the energy never dies. So God bless the dead. Um, For real. So, third topic of the day, quite interesting. Started to unfold within the week. Uh, Jada and August Alcina, Mike came out with the truth. He just said, yo, this is what went down. We'd all speculated, especially with that birthday message that he put up a couple of years ago where he was like, yo, yo, the love of my life, the light of my life. How Will Smith hasn't sparked him, I don't know. But... Um, yeah, this 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 topic is crazy. 
Them, them man have and an open relationship. Well, they, they said they had an open relationship, innit? Because you know Will Smith gets too many things for, yeah. for him to be tied down like that. And he was definitely yeah. piping Margot Robbie, man. Do you think so? That's oh, the name Margot Robbie. What a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was piping out. What a legend. That's all I have to have say. You seen their, have you seen their, like, press run for Focus? Nah. Watch, like, there's... there's like, man ain't doing that if he's not piping. The way they're interacting with each other... He secured the bag, and, and then like, some. Yeah, the best. But the thing is, like, the even so, from, <laughs> oh, what, from what I know, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a fact. Anyways, bro, listen. I can't. I can't debate that. I'll be. I'll like keep it true. <laughs> can't debate um, that. What's the name? Who's the guy? There was an actor. Who, who's, the, who's the basketball player above the rim? The young guy. So him and Will Smith, pretty much, I can't remember the guy's name, but him and Will Smith are good friends. And for mm. some reason, um, the blogs and papers just started running up a rumour that them two men are gay because they were outside um, just enjoying themselves on the beach. And then came out... Um, and then Will Smith came out with a statement by saying, listen... I don't know what this, this rubbish is about, me cheating on my wife, X, Y, and Z, she's my queen. And then she replied back by saying, my king has spoken. So from that point, I was like, okay, you know, something might be fishy here, but I don't really know about the gay relationship. Anyways, I see him and the South African actor that played in um, John, John Hancock. The white lady. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, shall he spare Theron or whatever? Yes. So, I'm thinking thinking to myself, they might have done a thing. Then I see Will Smith and Margot Robbie. I'm like, they've definitely done a thing because now they're doing two films back to back. They're doing... um, And they seem to be around each other. Yeah, they seem to be around each other too much. They're on screen chemistry as well. Yeah, mm, yeah. Fantastic. And then I'm seeing August Alcina and it's just like, with the lovely, I'm thinking to myself, what is going on? And mm. how is he speaking like this? And Will Smith haven't, hasn't said, yo, like, you need to chill. Like, what was this about? For real, dog. Have, have you heard them talk about their relationship, though? They're ve- they say they're very, like, it's quite liberal, isn't it? They're very, um, they're not conforming to like this whole idea of monogamy in it. I don't know how it suits them and it, how it works for them and if it Clearly works for them as, as we think it is because we don't know what goes on behind closed doors in it, but it looks like it works in it and looks like they're mm. living healthy lifestyles in it. So. I think it's just like a, a, a product of Hollywood though. I wouldn't be surprised mm. if a lot more couples in Hollywood actually do this. It just doesn't happen to be in the light like the Smith family's situation. Yeah, no, for real. You know what I mean? It's that thing like you have to it's the same thing that I think with rappers and if they've got a girl like you have to have a an understanding they must do like listen I'm the, unless it's Quavo with Sweetie because I don't know why you cheat on that dumb gorgeous need that you want to make that perfectly clear but <laughs> I think a lot I think a lot of people have an understanding you know what I mean and I agree with you completely on that that you know this is our relationship this is our boundaries um I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case of a lot more couples. Is August right for coming out and saying it, though? That's the question. 
I don't think so because they, they clearly keep it on the the low. Like it's he he should have respected that. I think that's mm. the impression I got, um, and that I have that you know you need to keep it on the low um, and just respect the privacy. Because now you've made a big palaver over nothing, really. If that's the relationship and they're happy in that, don't make it seem like it's something else. But Jada's got to be fire. You, that needs to also be discussed. You know, Tupac said you make me climax without even actually beating. And homeboy said... Wait, 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 what? Say that again? What? Tupac, that's confirmed. Tupac said you make me climax without beating. Yeah, yeah, I heard that still. About his relationship with Jada. And homeboy saying I could die happy, like I've I've complete life. I've completed it. I don't know what Jada's got. Yeah, she's got some magic magic sign there. <laughs> wow, real. some magic usna. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> magic usna. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. So, and there so, is the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my god! Wait, so see you, man. Yeah, if your wife cheated, your wife cheated. Are you leaving her? But that's not them. I guess it's not cheating, though. Or are you just asking in, like... I'm asking you in general, yeah, if your wife cheated, are you leaving? Oh, I'm out of it. It's curtains, Steve. Man, here with, with the Michael Jordan, just... <laughs> I'm out of here. What about your kids, though? It's techie, man. See, see you in court. There's nothing techie about it, man. See you in court. Raw! <laughs> Tell nah, you about nah, that. Nah, 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 nah. What you say? What you're gonna try and sort it out? Do you know what I've been reading? Like, one one book I've been reading is about um, you finding your own, being completely independent on finding your own sense of security in your life and working on your relationships and whether you should judge yourself based on or how you're gonna let someone else's shortcomings affect yourself. Mm. So, like, if your wife cheated or your, or your man, your hu- hus- wife or husband cheated in the relationship, I'm not saying I'm here for it, but I'm saying there is an element of, like, say you got kids and you're mm. going to then ruin that relationship, ruin the relationship with your kids, the kids have with the mum, kids have with the dad, because you can't forgive the partner because of their own shortcomings. Like, right. and you, because you, your own sense of security is compromised so much that you think, oh yeah, there's a problem with me. Like, oh, so I've done something wrong. I'm I'm in the wrong. But if you think of it as that your it's your shortcomings, it's your problem. You've done something wrong. Like you're the dickhead here. I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna look after my kids. If you want to be mm-hmm. a part of this shit, you got to pattern up in it. But yeah. and I, so it's gonna I, affect the relationship negatively. But yeah. But I can't think, I, I see what you're saying, but I can't, if someone does something that terrible, it's, it's just a lack of respect. The relationship's yeah. done, surely. And I guess it's, it depends a... on the circumstances, though, because what led her to cheat? Obviously, I'm not going to justify and say I, I, like what Nathan is saying, but there's nuance to it. And also, mm. it, it, it does affect more than just you and your significant other. It's like a chain reaction, so... It's, no, I hear that. It's not as black and white, unfortunately, as people make it out to be. But mm. yeah, Iman, yeah. you're you're suspiciously quiet. <laughs> no, all right. So 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my opinion on this, and then I'm gonna tell you about something else. But personally, I feel like everything you just said pretty much Nathan's like the way I think about it, and it's like there's always room for forgiveness and improvement. And personally, if she's gone off and cheated, there must be a reason in why she did that. Mm. For example, if you're a woman, you know, why he did that, you know. And it's something that you both need to work on. It's not something that's just like a me issue. It's something you both need to look at and say, all right, cool. I cheated because there's been certain things here that has been bothering me or this is my type or whatever. Um, but I feel like if I cheat on her, it's broken. Like that relationship right there, the trust and everything's broken. Mm. And to rebuild it is, is, is kind of a, is, is kind of a mad situation, but to build it and then to get back to where you were, of course it's going to be completely different, but to get back to where you were, you'll be in a stronger and better place. And mm. if she was to cheat, then you have to do something to improve the situation. Now, there's one video I watched on Twitter and it actually went viral, right? And pretty much, it's one of those guys that does YouTube, um, mm. who does like questions or, or pranks or whatever. And pretty much was asking his girlfriend, so why did you cheat on me? And she just turned around and said, you're a shit beat. And I don't yeah. like the way you dress. <laughs> Like, right. I don't like the way you talk. It was like, oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was like, bro, I don't like the but way you dress. Why was the person in that scenario? What, sorry? Why would she be with him? Or why would he be with her? I think, not because he loved her, innit? But she just didn't love him. Mm. She was gassing though. She was gassing. Something had hurt her for her to be. She was being spiteful yeah. on purpose. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. She was being Real very spiteful. spiteful. It was OTT. Because you could OTT. see in his face, it was like, oh, <laughs> he almost died <laughs> on camera as well. On camera, yeah. she's saying these things. Yeah, she's saying these things. She's like, nah, I can't believe this. Like, I really thought you were like the all. Like, you were my mm. all, and then now nah, you're just some bitch. Like. <laughs> Uh, the way he's manned them, I'm going to con him. He's going to have to come off. Yeah, facts. Uh, <laughs> leave the group chat. 100%. 100%. But guys, really, think, on, on, a, on, a, on a like holistic level, like top down, do you think uh, monogamy is natural? Maybe not. I don't think so. I think we need to repopulate. <laughs> this has come from the king of I need that, but... You man's just uh, making me laugh. I don't know why. Man's yeah, just just like, <laughs> you man's got to believe in it, though. Surely. Hey. Nathan, what do you think, actually? Do you think Do it's... I think it's natural? I really don't know, you know. I re- There's definitely something primal in us that, like, as a man, you just want to pipe. Like, it's just the, the testosterone is there, like... You want to plant your seed. But um, I think to have that kind of spiritual connection with someone, maybe it's best to practice monogamy and, and, work, and work like that, just to build up that trust and have that relationship. Because you, 
being being independent is all well and good, but being like codependent and working together with someone, especially in the world we live in, where we have to like yeah. manage all our finances and look at, raise a family yeah. and do all that stuff. Fact. Doing it with someone and trusting someone completely is a lot more meaningful to your life than just one little, little, little beat on the side and just yeah, I hear that. Maybe we should we as a humanity be more open in that you know maybe open relationships work. From from experience, not that I've had an open relationship, but from just fuckeries in it, and with, from like girls that I know that have had open relationships, I don't definitely don't think that they're like good for anyone. Mm. <laughs> to be honest, I, no, maybe it can work for some people, and everyone's different. But from what I've seen, I've seen it's caused a lot of stress and a lot of more trouble than what it's worth. Mm. I think monogamy just allows the world to not be chaotic because could you imagine like having to have more than one wife and like having to try and you know micromanage each situation so it's all groovy bro you're finished oh wait you know, actually 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 one of my boys his grandparents his granddad has got two wives and they're success like they seem to be success. The wives got along like it's very happy, big family, in it, massive family. You can do that if you're rich, man. Shout out to Lou Will. <laughs> two, two, women, like, two girls and they get along. Like, like so wait, if you man were rich, would you have two wives? Absolutely not. That man can go shopping <laughs> together. Why not? Two Birkins, baby. Man said two Birkins. You're crazy, bro. <laughs> I think enjoyment. Um, that's that's crazy, man. I think it's just more so. But in that situation that you just said, Nathan, it was. I think society allowed. Well, the way society is set up, women weren't necessarily out working and necessarily in a situation where they are now, where they're allowed to be, you know, mm. level playing field with men. So back then, it was way more prominent. And obviously mm. now, with how society is and you know the the goodness of the progression of everything, it it, it lends less towards there being multiple wife situations. So I think yeah. it's one of those things, isn't it? It's just how society is at the time as well. So Do you know, because my boy was telling me about um, his shout out daily. He was telling me about his family. He's saying that his dad was telling him about certain like tribes where um, yeah. his family are from, where like your wife, will just become when you're when the man dies like your wife is just inherited by the brother what? so the brother will take yeah. even if he's yeah. got a wife he'll get another wife on top and he'll take the responsibility of the kids and that and i'd emerge from my grave yeah you're not the funeral i'll come out like undertaker bro are you crazy bro that's that's um it's just biblical as well in the old testament like they'll just take they'll take on your brother will take your wife, mainly just because they need protection. And they understand the psychosis of children that don't necessarily have a father figure, so on and so forth. So they'll just mm. take on that sort of situation. And back yeah. in the day, I don't think there was names for cousins. It was just, there was a word for cousin. It was just brother. Because even in Tanzania right now, my cousin would be considered my brother, uh, my brother mm. from this person. Um, my sister from that person, um, even though we are related, um, but do I do I believe in monogamy? Yeah, I do, and that's mainly because it's like 
as you said in the beginning, men they just they just want to pipe stuff and like they just have testosterone. Um, but as well, like as mad as it seems, jealousy is just a healthy thing to have. Mm. Um, and that's the one thing that doesn't allow polygamy to work because if I'm, if I'm jealous, it's a good thing because I want my wife, my wife would want only me. Now, if Mm. I get two women, I know, for example, for just, I know in life, if let's say that was to happen, there'll be beef. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be physical. It could just be covert. So for example, I ask one of the one of my wives to go and pick up all my kids. For some reason, she might just leave one kid just stranded in school for whatever reason. <laughs> like that sort of situation. Hey, we're doing that stuff, man. It's, it's like it's jealousy, and it's just like uh, nah. I, I, and plus, my own peace of mind. I don't want. I just want to do with one person. Man. I don't want to do yeah, with five. Yeah, scenario. Imagine three when people in your face like, arguing. When you're having that threesome and your lips in one with extra passion, that one's just looking there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're beefing. <laughs> it's long. It's like, well, why are you lips like that then? Why are you lips like me like that? Like, what was going on? It's, it's like, long. yo, like, I'm just taking my time, innit? And the next thing, the other one just has to sit there with a wand. And it's like, uh, I can't deal with this. It's a bit of a sticky situation. So just dealing with one person, there. there's all your energy to one person. I just believe, like, Especially like biblically as well. It's like, you know, when you find, when a man leaves his house and finds a wife, they become one. So then now you have mm. one and then plus another. It's just like one will have to be the other rather than just a complete mm. one. So that's that. that's my idea, isn't it? That's my thought. But yeah, some people out that. here, they're, they're saying they can do it. They're saying it's, it's doable. Shout out to them, you know. We'll yeah, see it's, you next. It's, it's different. It's different. You do but then again, I, I look at the situation. Of, um, I look at the situation that um, what was this? What was the show? The 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 Carol Baskin and freaking Tiger King. Yeah, the Tiger King, where that guy, he's basically pimped out all his women. And they have a relationship all together, and they're all friendly. X, Y, and Z. They all got boob jobs. And they all got one of them left. Jobs. Yeah, one of them left and said, "Listen, <laughs> that's a cult. Like, I can't believe I was in that cult. I'm thankful for the fact that I got away, but so you have to look at it in that sort of situation. Are yeah, they you controlled? Them yeah, them but, are behaving. But do you rate? Do you rate that, Donny? Nah, he was weird. He looks scary to me, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to chill around him. But you don't rate, do you rate the pattern though? Uh, he controls them. That's the thing. Mm. He, he controls them. That's so I don't really rate that. It's it's like a woman will bring everything that she has to you to improve you. In the same way, you will do something like in the same way. So you bring everything you have to improve her. Yeah, now, yeah. If you're controlling her, then that means there is no improvement. There's no room for improvement. Mm. You're just still a controllable freak. So Yeah, I hear that. And I think yeah. as well, your respect for women, I think his idea of respect for women is different to what mine is because I, I see the value of the, like the feminine intellect, the feminine energy in it. There's some oh, things yeah. that I, oh. I feel like I'm smart about, I do my thing, but <coughs> there's like, when I'm with certain girls, they put, give me, I, they give me that kind of feminine perspective on things that I think are oh, right, like maybe I should have looked at it 
like this. Mm. Like, so fact, yeah. <laughs> no, I hear that. They bring a different flavour. So <laughs> different flavour. Now I'm still like in tears over the <laughs> if you you ask her to go pick up the kids and she leaves one. They're like, yo, where's Fred? <laughs> Fam, you... she'll do that. And it'll be like, where's Fred? Oh, I forgot. What do you mean you forgot? My... <laughs> and, it's, and it's just constant beef. It's constant beef. I, nah, I, I, I don't want to do that. Man. Don't need that ag. Uh, so, final topic of the day. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's girl. I don't know. Iman seems to question it. So I'm not sure. Uh, just a len. Yeah, Jill, 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 whatever, man. Let's just call her G. G H. Shouts out to no. Don't shout out to G. Uh, no shouts out for G. Um, but she was put in. Uh, she was taken into custody. So what is that? It. She she defo dead. Surely, you yeah, man. What do you think? It's got to be kind. Um, I've not followed the the whole Jeffrey Epstein situation closely i just i i know that he was he had a like a an establishment an organized an organization of just taking young girls and then you're just using them for sex but i don't mm. know the involvement like i'm not clued up like that with jeffrey F. epstein so i don't know so you guys you're gonna have to explain to me what, like, what the situation is yeah me too still i don't know what what's gone down uh so as you all know jeffrey epstein is a scumbag that was more or less providing young girls for all the higher mighty. Um, so he's dead. He was, you know, they said suicide, but many people think he was killed. Um, and then uh, his girl, Jocelyn, um, was also brought into custody recently. It's Gobby Curtains for her. Um, so that's more or less the situation. But just wanted to discuss it. And, you know, he's a scumbag. Homeboy is dirty. I mean, Connie, do you know anything about it? I'm in, I'm be honest, I'm in the same boat as the others. I do know obviously the the minor details of it, but obviously I guess people are now looking towards Prince Andrew, is it? Yeah. Prince so Andrew. People his want him next with the situation. Donald yeah. Trump, his affiliation with the situation. I know of it, I just don't know much about it. Um I but I mean, if 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 I am just going to dive into it, I'm guessing, I'm assuming that pretty much she had a massive involvement. As we just spoke about relationships, a man and a woman will come together and become one. She mm. probably has organised a lot for Jeffrey Epstein as he was doing other mm. business as well. Oh, so, so she's implicit. Yeah, I I believe that's what the situation is. Because if they're well, bringing her into custody, the then it's like, what's what's really going on? So, and mm. I think she'll be like um, the replacement part of the the puzzle. You know, Jeffrey mm. Epstein being the last piece, but she will now just be the replacement piece to find out mm. the information. Who is this? What is his involvement? And I think that's probably what the situation is. But more importantly, I think she's very much involved in this whole mm. organization. Yeah, I agree. What what do you think it is about these men and like like young things? Because they like they got money that they can they can get enough girls. So why like what I don't I've, understand it. I've been asking myself the same question. I'm no clue. The love of money is root to evil, bro. And I think yeah. you know, these these man. It's good to it's good to have money, 
it's good to be rich, but the moment you start loving money, everything changes. Um, your whole perspective in life, just everything just changes. Yeah, um, I, I hear that. What has happened is that um, the, the, the same way like some people in Africa will go out to which doctor, get judged, do this, this and that. These mm. guys are probably doing the same thing and they feel like having sex with young girls, young boys, you know, minors, like real minors, like not even teenagers, they probably feel like it gives them a sense of power or whatever the case may be. Um, mm. I know like in the conspiracy theory, um, like scared young individuals, they have some sort of chemical reaction within their blood that would um, give a, a better preservation of life for somebody who would need it. So it would make them younger in some, in some cases if they take their blood. So I yeah, don't want to go in too deep into that, but that's what I know of what I've heard. So when it comes to these sort of things, I mean, we're talking about rituals, we're talking about X, Y, and Z. These guys are probably mm. doing these things behind closed doors. And then also, I mean, once you get money, it's like, okay, cool. I've had sex with plenty of girls. I've done X, Y, and Z. What's the next best thing? You know, some of these guys are living with just lust. Like they have mm. a sense of urge of just doing more. And they feel yeah. like having sex with that child will just give them that that sort of energy, that enjoyment that they need. Mm. I think that's what no, it is. Just, really. Yeah, it's disgusting, really. But it's, it's a shame that that's the the world we live in and you just have to hope that all these men get implicated they won't but it's a hope you have to have and with like the, the way God, like kids are moving now with technology and it's hard to track what they're doing online all of that what what things are you going to put in place to stop your kids from falling down some of these holes that like through through these predators yeah that's a that's a very interesting question i keep Please. saying i keep saying that these what we're seeing right now is very much the beginning stage. They'll turn around and say that this is normal stuff. Like they'll turn around and say that pedophilia is normal stuff. Adults just like children for some reason. And some of them, they just get sexually aroused. And I think that's just, it's not something we should encourage. Um, criminalize. We should just encourage it. So they'll probably turn around in the next couple of years and turn around and say that, no, this is actually normal behavior. Pedophilia mm. is actually fine. And then you'll see a whole entire campaign rolled out for paedophilia. So in terms of your kids, you just have to watch out. You just have to be protected at all times. Mm. It's very difficult in the society we live in today because, you know, I mean, we know of teachers who have sex with children. It's like, it's a bit of a sticky situation. You know Mm. what I'm saying? That's fair enough. Like, you're, you're in a group of guys like in school and then all of a sudden there's there's the fit teacher you probably beat and say yeah 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 oh it's mad there's still paedophilia but then if Mm. it's a vice versa situation where a male has sex with a female child it's like bam that's done like how could you do that do you know what i'm saying so it's just i think what will happen in the near future is that this stuff will be rolled out and people just throw money at it and say yeah this is this is the new wave Nah, I don't. I can't. I can't see that happening, personally. I like to think Bam. people are rational enough to to just be like, no. Nah. Because me, imagine if that's your you. 
Like if someone is, ah, uh, I can't, I can't. Yeah, even, I'm, I don't want to even imagine it. For real, I'm on like something else if I find out someone's even trying to think of one of my kids. Like, mm. I mean, but then again, if you look at the Tiger situation, Tiger and what's her name, Kylie Jenner. That's we just normalized it. We just said, ah, oh, that's cool. How old was she? She was 17 at the time. She was a minor. No, you know what I'm I, saying? I feel like my man was 25. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a bit weird still because at my age, yeah. I didn't even... Ch- I don't, no, I'll yeah. chat to like even 20-year-olds and sometimes I'll think... Like, some type of way. Yeah, you're a bit jarring still. <laughs> <laughs> asking, me to, asking me to follow you on TikTok. Move, bro. Yeah. Uh, no, she's coming with gems, man. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I mean, that's that's. I mean, but the thing is, we just brushed it over our shoulders. Mm. The R. Kelly situation with him and Aaliyah just brushed it over the shoulders. Yeah, that was. Okay, he's gonna go, and we was like, well, shit, you know. But I mean, if you don't see it now, you'll see it more in the future. You'll see you. What's her name? Cheryl. Cheryl Cole and um. Liam. But the thing is, he was he was an older guy at the time. He was moving a bit mad. He was. He knows what he's oh, doing. He had young. He had young testosterone energy. That's what yeah. it was, man. He knew because the thing is, if I like say that like, when I was like 14, 15, I lost my virginity at fourteen, in it. Yeah, mad. So at that age, if I like, applied to teach or anything, I would never cross my mind that it's Peter Billy. I'd just be like, that's what I wanted to do, isn't it? That like, I knew what I did. Of course, yeah. Hmm. Like. Nah, I hear that. It's, 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 you just got to protect them. That's all you can do. You can't, there's not much yeah, else you, you can do. Mm. But I, I don't but know how I would do it. the situation with like, um, the disappearing of some children in the United States, where they're just disappearing like, in the masses, and it's just like, what's really going on? Then you look at the Jeffrey uh, Epstein situation, you're like, well, that's insane. Mm. Even with some of the directors, Harvey Weinstein, Fam, this stuff will be normalized. Like I, that's how I see it. I see things in in the strangest of ways, but I try and see things in this in its full image. And I just mm. see it as it's gonna get worse. Yeah, I hear that. Do you really think that that that's a that's a hard thought for me to take in, you know, that like I need like uh, that's changed my view on things. Now you've said that, I'm just thinking from a different perspective. If it gets worse, you know, I'm not down for it, I'm not here for that. I mean, last year, last year, we never thought a disease can lock down the whole nation, the whole entire world. Yeah, it's true. Oh, boom. So, Yo, Corona said, free my guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, nah, I hear that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But it, no, nah, it's mad. Um, I guess it's just, we've got to protect them, really, isn't it? Um, that's the only thing. But yeah. it's interesting that you're saying that it's changed your perspective. So that's, it's good to also hear other people's side of the story or other side. Um, but yeah, I guess that is the final topic. So Nathan, tell the people where they can find you online. Yeah, yeah, you can find me Nathan Bourne on my Instagram. Fam, like, it's been a pleasure like, talking to you, man. Oh, I like, appreciate, love, man. Yeah, oh, I appreciate you guys letting me on here. And you know what? Like, uh, I just want to say as well, what you what you guys are doing is very important in it. You're having like these conversations and you're you're empowering like 
like our voices in it because you're like, mm. like you guys are my people in it like like, we've mm. got a little community over here. We're doing arting, and you guys are like really pushing the voices, and you really like you've created a platform where people speak. I've listened to some of your other things, and like you had even the guy that you had before was quite interesting. Um, the I can't remember his name. He's talking about cars, isn't it? Interested about cars. Shout out to John. John. Yeah. 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 It's nice. It's nice to see what you're doing, man. And I'm proud. I'm proud to uh, you, man, Thank doing amazing stuff, isn't it? Appreciate yeah. that, man. No, that's Appreciate love. That. That's real love. Appreciate thank it, you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Bro, it's been real. We thank you for coming on, man. No More power to you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. Uh, right. You, man, stay safe. Take it yeah. easy. Yeah. Same to you, Love. man. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com